Chuckles, because I got Matt Falk on the line. It's 8.09. It is 18 degrees. We're going to just above room temperature, 22. And then the Humidex is going to just whop it up to like a soppy 27. Does that sound Does that sound appetizing, Matt? A soppy a 27? soppy 27? Yeah. Now, I've never heard anyone describe weather like that yeah. before. I'm trying to add different words to it. I went with juicy last time, but nah, I'm not. We're not up to juicy yet. Soppy? A soppy 27, that makes it feel very like you need a big old handkerchief oh, yeah. and you're just, you're mopping. You're, when it's soppy, you're mopping. That's my rule. Whatever happened to the handkerchief? My dad carried a handkerchief. Nobody I carry a handkerchief. A, you carry a I'm handkerchief? Literally, you can't see me because this is radio, so I don't know why I'm still doing this, but I literally just pulled out my handkerchief. It's, it's, um, it's, it's a handkerchief made by Tom Hanks' son, Colin Hanks. You stop. Are you serious? I thought you were doing a I'm bit. serious. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm serious. My S- Sabrina got me Sabrina got me two Hanksker gifs for my birthday a few years back and I absolutely love them. I carry them all everywhere I go and uh, they're very very handy when I'm on stage especially, especially when I'm bombing. Yeah. And I it's very helpful. <laughs> well, now I'm glad I called it a, a soppy 27 cuz I never would have known that about you if I didn't. Yes, I am prepared it. for a soppy 27. That's all right. All right. <laughs> Oh, it's so good to have you back on the morning show, Matt. And, you know, I'm just thinking back to all the times that, I mean, way back when you were on the morning show on a regular basis, back when you were our summer fun host. Yes. Oh, I've tried to block those memories out, Corny, but thank you for letting me relive them. No, I'm (laughs) joking. Those those were good times. Those were good times. The summer fun host is essentially um, you get some some chap or uh, chapette and you send them out anywhere you want them to go and then i have to i had to just talk for a specific amount of time and i never knew what i was supposed to say i never knew how to make anything interesting i was always i was terrified in the beginning of going live it was always it was always very difficult well and you thing is your weekends are gone because when do events happen on the weekend yeah. so so your social life is going to every fair and festival out there which isn't bad at all but, I mean, you, get, you really get to know the community when you're the summer fun host. You, you do get to know the community. You also get to know that the community doesn't like to talk on the radio. That's the big thing <laughs> I learned about the community. Here's, Corny, this is what would always happen. I would be standing with someone before we went live on the air, and we'd be talking about their event. And they'd say something along the lines of, you know, this event – it's just been like uh, like growing in my heart for the last five years. So the fact that it's coming to fruition today is the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced. And I was like, that's incredible. Let's say that on the air. So we'd go live in three, two, one. I say, tell me about this event. And they'd say, this event has been uh, growing in my heart for the last five years. So I'm very excited that today it's coming to fruition. I'm like, ah, oh, come on. It's over now. Someone, where, the, where, the ma- where was the magic? Someone tell your voice that you're excited. <laughs> or so or like, when they say all of that. Ago, and then, then they as go, soon, but as soon as you go live, everyone freaks yeah, out. And, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah tell away. us about the event. It's good. Good event. Good event. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, and uh, also I remember the, our first Taste of Summer Charity Barbecue. Well, one of our first was uh, you were our summer fun host. And you and I, just to get people going, we tried to start something called Dancing in the Streets. Um, there was a unicycle, I think. <laughs> I don't you, think either of us were on it. bringing up this unicycle, but there was I don't a unicycle. remember the unicycle. It could have been only in my memories. There was a unicycle. I was going to say. It might have been a unicorn. 
Yeah, I was going to say, there's there seems to be a lot of memories of yours that involve a unicycle. Like, every time we, me and you talk, doesn't matter how deep or personal it is, and that's when I realized that my life was, I was having a lot of inadequacy problems, and there was a guy on a unicycle, he drove by, and I was like, what, are you sure? Are you sure, Corny? <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to double-check my memory. We're going to come back with Matt Falk in just a minute. He's got another comedy special coming up, and uh, oh, yeah. would love you to be there. We'll talk more about that in just a minute. More Matt Falk coming up. It's the next morning show. It's the next morning show. 819, 18 degrees, headed to 22, and uh, uh, what did I call it before, Matt? A soppy 27? A soppy, a soppy 27. Yep. I'll give you this. I will never forget the temperature that it's going to be today, because that image has just stuck in my head. Even though I don't want it to be there, it's there. It there. there it is. Yeah, yep. the real temperature is going to be 22, but that soppy uh, humid, humidity, that's, that's what's coming. That's what's going, Matt. So you, you know, I remember back when you were working uh, with Golden West Radio, and and you talked yes. about and you dreamed about one day just getting out there and being uh, just a, a stand-up comedian. Just get out there and earn your living being a comedian. And here you are. You're doing it. You've done it. You're, you know, um, I remember all those times chatting about it. And now here we are talking about your career. Uh, as a comedian, and uh, that's uh, we're so proud of you, and that's got to feel great knowing you've accomplished that, and it's continuing and it's growing. Wow, that's uh, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of emotion you just put on me there, Corny. Um, yeah, it is. It feels it feels wonderful. Yeah, because when I was with when I was with Mix and and doing working with Golden West, uh, yeah, I was I was still doing comedy, but it was part time, and it was uh, Mix was actually the last job uh, that I that I had before. Moving on to comedy full time, I remember wow. having it was a, it was a sad day having to leave, and you know, but it's also they, they were everyone there was so supportive, but it was also like you said, it's very exciting yeah. to go off and 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 do this thing, you know, full time, and it's been a crazy journey, especially during COVID. You know, oh my word, people said, did it affect you? <laughs> you know, it's a it's a whole industry built off of large public gatherings. Yeah, it had a bit of an impact, yeah, but. Uh, we we got through that now and and here we are recording my seventh comedy special, which again is crazy. That seven different times someone has said yes, we'd like to put your thoughts, broadcast them more. We want more people to hear the things that you're thinking about. I think that's a little insane. Well, now you're recording this comedy special. When when is when and where is this happening? Uh, it's happening on July twenty third. And it's happening uh, in Winnipeg at 3740 Portage Avenue. And that's the only detail I can give you about the venue because the venue is called The Basement and it's a secret venue. So if you get tickets uh, and you go to 3740 Portage Avenue, you literally just have to look for the secret door. And that's that's all I can tell you about it. Okay, that is so cool. And to be in that audience, being the live laugh track, uh, to your comedy special yeah. uh, is is quite an honor. I've been at one of your comedy specials and added my boisterous laugh to the to the to the audience. And uh, and, and it, we had to we had to spend so much money editing that laugh out. Yeah, it was it took over, didn't it? It really yeah. So it became an entity like the blob. <laughs> and we couldn't stop it. So so nowadays with uh, like being a comedian in the world of um, YouTube and social media. Um, yeah. uh, do you find that once you've made a special, all that material is burned or do you still, do you still tour that material once the special is out there? 
Um, I do something that's like a gradual fade out. So as soon as it's out there, in my mind, it's gone. Like everybody's seen it. And if I I start saying these jokes out loud, people are going to get mad at me. That's at least in my own head, which I've heard isn't the most reliable of sources. Well, there is the flip side of that because some people, when they hear the start of a bit that they're familiar with, and then they go, oh, 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 I love this bit. I love this. And they pat their friend on the shoulder. Listen, listen, listen. So there is a little bit of that as well. Yeah, you do get that a little bit, and that's fun. And sometimes, even still, when I'm doing a, a live event, I'll bring out some of the some of the classics, dust them off a little bit. Like I have a store about uh, a joke about a, a thrift stores that people like uh, and stuff that like one. that. So then, once in a while, I'll bring I'll bring these jokes back out, and that's fun. But also, I've realized I might be too strict on myself because I just did a show. Uh, in the the lovely uh, town of Kleefeld, Manitoba. Oh, yeah. And I was just in Kleefeld the year before. So I made sure that the entire show was 100% different. From That's just something that I like to do. Wow. So I made sure – and I worked really hard at making sure it was 100% different. I get up there and just for fun, I said, how many, how many people here were at the show last year? Not one person raised their hand. Oh, no. I spent weeks <laughs> – Making sure that every joke was different, and instead they just changed out the audience. I would think that's a better idea. That's easier just to change the audience instead of the material. But I, so sometimes I'm too hard on myself, but it's it challenges me. Who knew Kleefeld was big enough for two audiences? I had no clue. I thought this has got to be it. This is everybody. We filled the parking lot. Come on, what? How many more people are there? Where are you hiding all these people? This is awesome, Matt. I could sit here and visit with you all day, but give us the uh, give us that where and when and how to get tickets for your comedy special one more time. Okay, so uh, it's happening on July twenty third at thirty seven forty Portage Avenue. You got to look for the secret door. You go to get tickets by going to my website, mattfalkcomedy.com. I got to warn you, the early show is already sold out. So the seven o'clock show is already done. That's it. No more tickets for that. But there are still tickets available for the late show at nine thirty. And like I said, mattfalkcomedy.com is where you can get tickets there. Fantastic. Always a pleasure. Come back more often, Matt Falk. Thanks for having me, Corny. I love you so much. Love you too, buddy. It's the next morning show.